Hey, Mariah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Christina and all of our listeners. (laughs) This is so exciting. It is. I like doing holiday podcast episodes with you. I get so much enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of us getting yeah. to save all the things we don't want to talk about for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> we just collect these things. We do. These, our little light life events. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like I was texting you today or something and or the other day and I felt like I didn't tell you something. I was like, I'm saving it for the pod. But I don't remember what I already don't remember what it was. And I feel like we ended up talking about it. It might have been the Chad thing. I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) You gave me a little bit of a synapse of that, but not the the full blown what's going on. Yeah, it could have been something like that. But then I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I want to burn time on the podcast talking about that guy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the name's a red flag. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We should we knew from day one that was going to be an issue. Fucking Chad. Fucking Chad. I bet Chad has a jet ski too and likes manatees. <laughs> so basic. The Chad pack. Oh, don't. That's like irks me. Like gives me nightmares. <laughs> Chad. What'd you call it? The Chad pack or something? Yeah, the, the Chad pack. Chad pack. The sheer pack. Well, enough about Chad's silliness. Um, I have been home for over a month. It feels like I've been home longer somehow. I don't know how. I feel like I just like didn't skip a beat. Like I got home, I started work immediately and just back to normal operating procedure. It was weird. Do you feel a little bit abnormal? Like an outer body experience? Have you fully came to terms with like your back? I mean, you were literally just in Mexico. Yeah, it might be kind of out of body experience. Maybe that's what it is. It might not have hit me yet. And that's why it might feel different. It's hit me in in some ways. And it hasn't hit me in other ways. Um, like the frustrations of like coming back to everything I left in the reality of that. Like just basic normal life things like going back to work, having to go grocery shopping, um, driving 500 plus miles a week and I haven't driven a car in nine months uh that was a weird one getting back behind the wheel I'm not gonna lie I don't know why it was so weird but it was like my brain couldn't comprehend like all the things that were happening I don't know I just was like overstimulated um I think the holidays have distracted me as well like we came back and it was Thanksgiving then I worked for a few weeks and then it was Christmas and then I work now it's the new year so I don't know. I think I've been distracted. <laughs> I've been busy. <laughs> well, you really hit the ground running. Yeah. Like, I don't know if our, you say that, but like, literally, like, she arrived two days later. She was like working, basically. Yeah, it was really like, wild. Yeah. Didn't have time to breathe at all. Yeah, I didn't feel like I had time to breathe. Like, I went, I really felt like I didn't have time to breathe. Yeah, it was just a lot. It was like a lot, but not a lot. And I think... All I wanted to do was get those stupid crab traps in the water. You didn't listen to our Thanksgiving episode, which did not happen as fast as I wanted it to, you guys. And would you call me on that episode? You said like the demon or something. Oh, uh, oh, man, what did I say? 
don't know. Oh, you're going to be demonic. Demonic. Yeah. That's what it was. You're like, you're going to be demonic. And yeah, I, I became demonic because we didn't, <laughs> we didn't put the crab traps in the water like within three days of us being home. And I was really upset. I was really upset about it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was like over a week before you got them in. Something like that or close to a week or something. It was like five or six days, I feel like. I think we put them in like right before Thanksgiving or right the day before Thanksgiving or something. But it was horrible. It was way too long. I probably wrote it down on the calendar so I could figure out the pool schedule. Anywho, other than that, it's been... Just typical things. Truck doesn't work. Truck needs tires. Truck sat for nine months. Didn't do anything. Boat sat for nine months. Didn't do anything. You know, these like minor little things. But Andy kind of dealt with most of that. I didn't really. I mean, I had to deal with it on some level. But I started going back to work. And when he was here, he was just here with nothing to do. So. But that's really that's really it. Doing doing the things back to Living in the good old USA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me say this really quick. While I said that, when I said that, it made me think of something. To continue the saga, just so everyone knows. <laughs> Went to Costa Rica, complained I couldn't get Corona lights. Got excited about going to Mexico because it's the land of Corona lights. So I thought. Couldn't get Corona lights there hardly at all. Come back home because that's where I've always got Corona lights. Neither Mariah or I can get our hands on freaking Corona lights in glass bottles. You guys, what on earth? Someone write them a letter, please. COVID, COVID did so many numbers on so many things. But the one thing that it has done <laughs> that's really buttering me up is glass bottles, apparently. What's really annoying is all the Coronas just sitting there, sitting there, just lined up in the shelves everywhere you go. It's like full of Coronas, like more Coronas than, than anyone could ever need. I'm like, we can't just get a couple of like Corona light 12 packs. Just I know. I know. Special order for us. <laughs> I know. And we've tried ordering them. We've, we have ordered them before. But now when you go to try to order them again, they're out of stock and they're not going to be in stock till January from supposedly what it says on the Google but I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. I just want to say that all my complaining, I'm sorry. I am sorry, Costa Rica, and I am sorry, Mexico, because you know what? Corona lights aren't even here in the United States. So it's a global oh. pandemic in beer world. <laughs> <clears throat> so get your mask on because we're missing the Corona light. If if anybody out there in the world has some Corona lights they're sitting on, please let us know. <laughs> glass bottles, glass bottles. Do not send me your jankity ass, gross can Corona light. <laughs> yeah, we're we're adults. It's bottle. Yeah, we're adults. <laughs> People drink cans. I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't. I can drink canned beer. I just don't want to drink canned Corona light. I just don't want to drink canned beer. Yeah, I remember you telling me this when I was in Mexico. You were just like, I told, I remember asking you, I was like, if you had to drink canned beer, which of these two? And you just like wouldn't answer me at all. You're like, I just wouldn't do it. I was like, that's not helping me. <laughs> I have to which, drink this. <laughs> which I did end up 
drinking canned Corona lights with you in Mexico. Yeah, we did that. That was horrible. Bad decision. Uh, it's either that or be sober. <laughs> <laughs> Worst decision. <laughs> uh, anyway, not to derail us, but uh, yeah, you guys, I got a stand. I got a, or not a, what is this thing called? Uh, yeah, mic stand. Mic stand. Yeah. I got a mic stand for Christmas from my brother and sister-in-law and Mariah helped them pick it out and it's really amazing. I feel super official. But look what I just did. I like made my a beer holder out of my oh. out of my other mic stand. Sell those on Etsy. Four hundred dollars. You, you should. <laughs> okay. Pay premium price for Corona Lights. <laughs> um, anywho, what do you have to say, Mariah? Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like I need to talk about my Everglades trip. Yeah. You do. And your birthday. It was your birthday and you went to the Everglades and you caught the fishes and you did the camping. I got attacked by these like swarm of like little birds known as mosquitoes that can lift up cars, knock on your window, like try to break into your tent, fly off with it. In, in case you don't know, like it's mosquito heaven out there. <laughs> I legit was like, she didn't tell me she got attacked by birds. <laughs> That's where my brain went. They're like strong enough. I felt like they were shaking the truck. Oh yeah, a little sure. bit. We'd pull up in the camping spot and they'd just be like, like banging on the window to let us in. I'm like, they know we're here. They know. They just go to the vehicles. They do. They do. They've been getting fed by the locals for so long that they just know. Yeah, they're just like, hey, free meat. Yeah, and they go for it. Uh, I didn't remember the mosquitoes being that bad for you. That's in it, that's November. It's just. It's a bad winter. It actually, like, was a little bit cool. And when I say cool, it was, like, what, like, 70? Maybe it would get down to the 60s a little bit at night. It wasn't it wasn't too cold, but it wasn't, like, our nice, like, 80, 90 weather that we've been having for the most part. Like, that weekend was just kind of weird. But it was nice because I couldn't imagine right now, today, being in the Everglades. Right. And how active those mosquitoes would be. Yeah. I, I, like, when we were at Little Mud the other day, the mosquitoes tried to carry me away. And um, I couldn't imagine how they were down there. Like, they're just bad. It's like they're just, it's like summertime still. Like, the yeah. museums and mosquitoes are just, like, 100% just like the summertime. You're putting in the boat as fast as possible at the ramp because they're trying to kill you. Yeah, and we, like, would shower ourselves with bug spray, and it basically did nothing. Yeah. They're immune to it. I wish I would have thought of, you remember that time that I got those uh, mosquito <gasps> repellent bracelets oh at Mosquito Lagoon? Yes, those worked. They worked. That and, like, Mosquito work. Lagoon is, it's in the name. <laughs> it's in the name, You guys, people. it's self-explanatory. If you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> so... That was a great test for it, and I completely forgot about mosquitoes because my first experience in the Everglades, it was, like, cold. It was basically, like, 30s, 40s. There was no mosquitoes there. Mm. So this time, I really kind of forgot. Like, yeah, we brought a can of bug spray, but I really wasn't expecting it to be that bad. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought so either, especially since that was, like, the coldest weekend we've had in a long time. I know it was it was Beautiful. it was shocking how aggressive they are. I'm like, man, they they breed them different down there. Yeah, they in do. the Everglades. Yeah, they really do. That's so. What 
did you have like and were you any what pre- i mean not any what were you any what prepared wow i just made up a new word um mm. were you somewhat prepared for that at all like i know you have bug spray but you probably just keep bug spray in the boat like did you bring your long pants did you do certain things at all <laughs> i i actually i actually was lucky to have brought like one pair of long pants in case it got cold which I ended up using in the morning when it was maybe 60 mm-hmm. or so, which was nice because I didn't have to freeze in the boat, which that's another thing. I wasn't used to bringing all these things just packed away in the boat. You just have storage <gasps> now great. that I'm not in a little John boat. So to me, I felt very spoiled. I could bring all my things and be comfortable on the boat. Like pretty much everything was in the boat. I could live off there. For yeah. the most part, which was really nice. Yeah. That makes such a big difference, not being, like, so limited. Like, you're limited because you're camping, right? But you're not that limited. <laughs> no, no. It And what was nice was we were only there for two nights. But it wasn't miserable because, one, it wasn't hot. It was nice and cool. So it wasn't like I was having to sweat to death the whole time. Yeah. Um, And, two... It was, I know, I know it's kind of weird when we have daylight savings time, but at some level, it's really nice when you're camping because you get up early at five, but then you go to bed like at six. So you're like up the whole dang time, but you don't feel that tired because you're probably going to bed around like seven or eight Yeah, because it's so dark, which I thought was weird because normally you're waking up at four or five o'clock in the morning and you're going to be a bit tired. Um, but it was just so peaceful there. Like, there really is no human nuisance other than the people camping around you. But other than that, it's just, it's quiet. There's not a whole lot of lighting. So you can see all the stars at night, which is yeah. honestly my favorite part of the Everglades, mm-hmm. is stargazing. Yeah. Besides the fishing, of course. There's just something, there's something to, to being out in nature and just being away from the busyness, the loudness of people having no cell phone service. You can completely unplug there. Yeah. That is an area you can pretty much completely unplug from. Yeah. Unless you have AT&T. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I was lucky not to have. <laughs> yeah. But still there's places where it doesn't, you don't get service there, but yeah, that's, that's the best part about camping, I feel like, is the nighttime activities. You get to do your fire, your... Did you guys stay in a cheeky? I couldn't remember what you did. No, no. We actually just, like, stayed in a in a little, like, camping spot with no electricity. Yeah. Just kind of bare minimum. Um, yeah. I, I want to stay in the water one day at one of those little tiki's, but I want it to be, like, when it's really cold. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Especially with the way it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, what was I going to say? Um, wanted to add- oh, the stars. Um, that is my one of my favorite parts, too, about camping and things, is being able to see the sky, you know, not be in the city lights. You can see the sky. It's crazy. It's the best. You forget how crazy the world is out there. Yeah, you you for you really forget to to look up and see that, that there's so much bigger things. I know, right? 
Like, I, I know we get we get caught up in all the loudness. I I really want to say technology, like just everything. And really and truly, when you're out there, you're just happy to be able to to have a meal, just some take a shower, mm-hmm. just like the little things make all the difference. Yeah. To where I feel like we just we take it for granted a lot of the times. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You miss you because you, you don't get to see it all the time. Be reminded of it, but when you're out there, you're like, "Oh my gosh, I've been really missing out on this. What the heck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you learn like why people were like like everything revolved around the stars back then, mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> navigating everything. Yeah, like. which was a real thing that would work. Uh, it's just not going to work now because there's so much light pollution. <laughs> <laughs> Could oh, you imagine? God. Trying to navigate with the stars, like driving down 95. It'd be horrible. <laughs> no one's like paying attention to the road. They're just looking up. <laughs> Everybody has a sunroof and they're just laid back. <laughs> Cruising. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it'd be oh. a much dangerous, more dangerous road. Yeah, what? I, we saw like the coolest like falling star. Like <gasps> the coolest. It was like bright as can be. Yeah. And Maybe it's bright because we can actually see it. Yeah. But it was like one of the brightest ones that I've ever seen. And we just happened to be looking in a direction that we typically didn't look at at night. Because we would like open up the tent, still be protected with the mesh with, from the mosquitoes. So we would do that. We would just have this like sky above us and just be glaring at it. But I wanted to like look at some some other stars. So we had went outside and... By luck, we caught this awesome falling star. And I was, like, we were really excited about it. I'm like, man, I hadn't seen one in years. And that was my first, like, bright one. Yeah, that's special. I wonder if it was, like, larger or if it was just because you could see it that it seemed brighter. Maybe all of the above. Maybe it was just, like, some of them are just brighter than others. Did you make a big wish? Oh, I made a wish. Yeah. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. Of course. Good. <laughs> it's not my first time. I... <laughs> did you did you see any like like uh lightning bugs or anything? What do you call them? Like, I uh I did not see any lightning bugs. Um which I think they're called lightning bugs, right? I think they're called lightning bugs too. I can't remember. Yeah. Fireflies. I know what you're talking about. Fireflies, yeah, yeah fireflies. there we go. That's what I was thinking. I've of. heard, I've heard it both ways. Yeah, though, it might like. be from where you're from, but I feel like fireflies is makes more sense to me. Way more. I just couldn't think of it, but yeah, fireflies. I actually didn't see any, and now it makes me sad. Are they typically there? I have no idea. I just was thought about it for some reason. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just gonna ask her. It was really random. <laughs> <laughs> It has nothing to do with ever seeing them there at all. I just was like, I'm going to ask her. Maybe she saw them. I'm just curious. Yeah. Curiosity. I also I also um, call those stars shooting stars and not falling stars. So, and I don't know if there's a difference either, but I was like, you were saying falling star, and I'm like, I feel like that sounds weird. It's called a shooting star. It is called a shooting star. <laughs> I think I was trying to be so descriptive so they could picture, like, yeah, they could they could picture it for our listeners. But I also do call them shooting stars. So, but I wanted them to to like, I just wanted to to show a good picture in case someone didn't know what it was. Yeah, 
if someone is listening to this that doesn't know what a shooting star <laughs> is, please message us. Please hit us up. Because you are a diamond in the rough. <laughs> I want to know you. Um, well, I Googled it. I just Googled falling star versus shooting star. I don't think there's a difference at all. It's literally like firefly versus butt bug or fl- fire butt or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever I just said. I can't remember. Forever known as, it's forever known as butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say butt plug? <laughs> I said butt bug, but all right. <laughs> It sounded like you guys. Speaking of butt plugs, you should see this toy Mariah got for Teak for Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hilarious! It's so funny. I about died when I saw it. By the way, he loves that toy. That thing is amazing. You guys picked the best dog toys, <sighs> but it's of course that was a questionable one visually. It was very <laughs> questionable visually, and I was like, man. I have a feeling people are going to get Teak some toys, and I saw that one, and I was like, because this is so problematic, I'm going to get it, because I have a feeling no one's giving this to you. <laughs> no one was going to give it. No. I, I, like, awkwardly have just, like, left it laying around to see if anybody will say anything. <laughs> just trying to make everyone feel as uncomfortable as possible. And it's red. Like, it's, you can see it. It stands out. Oh, we'll have to post a photo of that for this episode. I don't want to forget. <laughs> I want people to know. They're going to be like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to share with your Everglades trip? Like fishing or things that you learned or, you know, it's not a trip you get to take very often. So it's something that, you know, you do and you probably have like this laundry list of things that you're like, you learn and you took with you from the last time and then you learned again and stuff like that. Well, this was really kind of like learning for the first time cuz when I had went there, we had like maybe one day of just exploring. We didn't even fish a couple years back because the boat broke down. So, I never really got to actually fish there. On the way back of us slowly somehow making it back um to the dock, I caught fish by luck time it was really neat like getting to go on the hunt yeah yeah and learn new water yeah because i'm not gonna lie it's very intimidating it everything looks fishy <laughs> it yeah it is so that place is very intimidating because you're right i think it's one of those things where it just like all looks so good you're like there's gotta be fish everywhere and then there's just not really <laughs> There's just better spots, right? There's probably fish everywhere, but there's those better spots. Um, and you actually got to go in like a real vessel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and have and have a trolling motor and the power pole still needs to be fixed, but we'll we'll get it there. We'll get it there. <laughs> yeah, power pole. Pa- power pole, but <laughs> eventually shut them down too. I probably I bet the power pole stuff is made at the same place the corona lights are made at. They just, they're just all hanging out in there together. Just like, ha, ha, ha. We're not going to fix shit this year. Fucking just kicking back. I got really feisty there. <laughs> I got really upset. Sorry. You're for the aggression today. I really am. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty, this is a pretty monumental trip in your life. New boat. 
you have like actual electronics, you have a trolling motor, you have like all these tools to go out into this area and just actually be able to dissect a location accordingly. Yes. And the first day we were debating on which side to go, like hit up the Everglades or go out to the bay. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, let's go there. I mean, we're here. Let's go back country. Yeah. Go back there. And that's the place that's like most atim- intimidating to me because we're out there just like searching. I'm looking for just the fishiest spots. There's so many. And I felt very like almost uncomfortable. Like I was loving it there, but I just, I was just so like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, how do I fish this? Yeah. I know how that feels. It's like a, it's a like internally like kind of like sad feeling because you don't, you have like these, it's like a dream to go somewhere and be able to do this, but it's not handed to you. So you have to put in like a lot of work and it's scary and you have to like think about it. You know, it's not like when we go in our own backyard, you're like, okay, this is the program. I know where the fish are. I know where they're not. I know the spots that I like. I'll just, you're confidently wielding around. But this trip, it was hard. It's hard to have confidence in something that you've never seen before kind of thing. You know, this is all brand new. Yeah. And because it's been so warm, I, I was really thinking, I'm like, is this like a really good time for me to fish back here? Should I have hit the bay that day? I don't know, but we went for it. And the first day I was like, not successful. Um, so just reprogrammed ourselves. The next day we decided to go out to the bay and we had a lot of fun. It kind of reminded me of home a little bit, this little spot that we hit up and I felt comfortable, which is why I ended up like catching some snook. But the craziest part is after doing that is I was releasing these snook like normal and I completely forgot there's like crocs there. And right after I released, like, the last one I had caught, like, two minutes later, I see, like, this giant-ass croc mm-hmm. nearby the boat, not too far away. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be problematic. <laughs> I guess I don't think about that um, because as a bass, someone who's done so much bass fishing, you're kind of programmed to be – you are just, it's like normal operating procedure. If you're catching bass, you're, you might as well be like hanging with the gators. So yeah, I wouldn't think. Yeah, The gators don't bother me though. Like, I don't know why it's like a weird thing. Like when it comes to a croc, I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know how you're going to act. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> a gator. I'm like, yeah, it's a gator, whatever. <laughs> it's true. Crocs are a whole different program, but yeah, I guess I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really ever, never thought about that being like a thing. I mean, I see them and then I'm like, don't go that direction or whatever. But yeah, that's funny to think about hearing you say that. They're for thinking. I think that's the, the main thing is that to me, I think crocodiles are planners. Yeah. And so I'm like, I see what you're doing. You're aligning yourself to look like a freaking stick. And I couldn't imagine being out there back in the day going through through the mangroves and just walking right up to a crocodile's mouth, essentially, because they're, they're waiting for you. So I have to 
kind of tell you that I wish that I that would happen. Not that that would happen to me now, but if I lived like back in the day, I kind of I kind of like would not be sad if I was like old man river jungle climbing my way through the mangroves with my pet raccoon harpooning like manatees or something while there's crocodiles swimming around. This sounds amazing. Like you're painting this great picture riding a croc, just horse bareback, just Yellowstone, you know, doing the thing. I mean, I'm glad you took it that way. (laughs) Wasn't, wasn't my intent, but I'm really glad that it, it inspired you to paint this whole scene you're just out there just having all this fun with all these crocodiles being yeah. your best friends. Yeah, I kind of got excited hearing you say that. I love these crocodiles. But yeah, if you had to like get off of a get off the boat and go do something in the in the bushes for a hot minute and you come back and old stick old stick guy is moved and he's turned into a crocodile. Yeah, I might poop my pants a little bit. <laughs> I, might poop, I might be scared. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, they're super cool. They're super cool, though. Yeah. They are, honestly, they're kind of cooler than a gator. Well, yeah. I feel like Like, you nailed it. I feel like they, like, use their brain a little bit more. Yeah, and they just look more dinosaur-like. Yeah, When you when you When you see them, like, the way, like, their, their scales are, it's just different. What do you call them? They call them skills, right? What yeah. would you call it? Yeah. I think so. That's what you call it. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So I many scales for things. Yeah. I think uh, that's good. Like, you know, you have your your pounds and your metrics and all that and your fish. Yeah. Then you have your, your crocs. But um, <laughs> I was trying to make a joke with that, but. Horrible joke. <laughs> terrible joke. <laughs> Cutting that out. <laughs> I almost made a joke when you said something about planners. You're like, they're planners. And I'm like, not to be confused with the thing that you put your plant in. You should have said that. That would have been great. I would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You were on a roll. And I just, there was not a, I would have literally had to Alex you in order to say that. Other than nearly having my life taken early by a crocodile from releasing this pretty, pretty schnook, we... We went out, and we were out in the bay, and I learned that seagrass still exists. Did not know that. Some places of Florida, you still have seagrass. Mm-hmm. And the bay was one of them. And it was really, really neat. I was I was kind of hoping to catch a redfish when I was down there. That's Secretly, that was the one fish I, I just wanted to catch. I'm right here. I've always been right here for you. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I haven't caught one. I already got a red. Tune into Delilah at night. Redfish <laughs> for Mariah at night. I couldn't know oh, myself. I know. You're over here just pounding your heart into the world. I just wanted to catch a redfish. And I'm like, bitch, I'm right here. What you going elsewhere for? <laughs> <laughs> and so other than already having you, I was trying to get a side chick. I was trying to get another redfish mm-hmm. on the side. And I didn't have any luck. But... I had some fun with some trouts that were very lively. Like, none of them seemed like they were going to die at all. Like, I'm pretty sure we just caught the same ones over and over again. They were just following the boat. They grow them strong down there, I guess. Because, yeah, the ones up near us, if you look at them, they're just like, I'm dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, these 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 really surprise me. I'm like, you could actually get a nice photo with these trout. They yeah. would last. They would hold up. Harder. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get. I could not my. You could you could really squeeze it. <laughs> it's that it's meme. a meme, guys. Yeah, yeah, that meme kills me. That meme kills me. <laughs> we love we we circulate that every now and then between us. I feel like. Yeah, it's it's one of the top memes. Yeah, it's the top meme for sure. I would love to meet that girl. Sorry, I got distracted. Kind of got to think about her. Anyway, um, yeah. so you saw Sea Grace and and trout fish and um. Yeah, we had a, I had a lot life. of fun. Yeah, you yeah. saw some life. This is good. And it was actually nice to see him because I. <laughs> It's rare to catch a trout in our area. I haven't seen them in a or, very long time. Yeah, I feel like the trout fishing north of there, just in general, I feel like has been a little sad. I don't even know where you go to catch trout anymore that's north in our area. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun just to be out there and unplug. And really, that was it. It was just a, a quick sh- turnaround trip full of stargazing. And having some sips at night, just taking it all in, decompressing. It's healthy. That's the best part, right? Catching fish is a bonus. And you got to go with Max and celebrate your birthday. Just get the hell out of town on Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have to deal with the, the madness of, of Thanksgiving. Being like, I could be out in the boat right now. Instead, I'm doing a million. <laughs> I almost said Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it. Doing a million Christmases <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Um, that's good. Anything else you want to share with us that impacted you on this adventure? Feeling feeling really humble and excited that I'm going to put in a lot of trips to the Everglades and start to to learn it. I feel like you could just... Unless you 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 go there every day, I feel like there's like no way for you to really even scratch it. But I'm gonna try. Well, it's like anything. You can you, little by little. When you have those days that you can put extra time in on the water, you choose to go there. It's one of those things where I feel like until you learn, it's hard to decide like this wind direction, that wind direction, this temperature, that temperature, like. You can, as a fisherman, you'll know, like, well, well, I want to fish this area. But right now you don't have that knowledge of, like, I want to fish this area necessarily to know how weather might affect you. But also, you should just go and deal with it sometimes. And that's how you find new areas or you experience a new style or you fish a spot that people drive on past all the time. And, you know, so I think it's really good. That's how I... That's how I learned Mosquito Lagoon. I just went. I just kept going and going and failing and failing and crying and crying and suffering and suffering and just, and I feel like if this is a goal, is this your 2022 goal? (laughs) (laughs) How does this make you feel? Um, Yeah. I feel like you guys, yeah, and do it. Do it up. Make day trips. You don't have to make it a weekend. You know, you just, it's it's a long day, but it's worth it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that eventually we'll do that. And I'll, I was going to say whenever we get new tires for the boat. 
But, oh yeah, the trailer. I know it's never yeah, I know. I know. I wanted Gosh. to get into that, but I'm like, oh, but I'm, I'm gonna save that for later. But I hate being an but, adult. I know. I know. But but yeah, no, I agree. I I expect to to definitely go back, especially these like nastier winter months when we're not crab stoning. Yeah, crab stoning. <laughs> I, I said that on purpose. I know you did. You know, it's I try to say it on purpose, and I like can't say it on purpose. We should have never even talked about it. We should have just like let, I should have never said like anything about it. Just let it roll. Like crab stoning, <laughs> just because now that I want to say it, I'm like stone crab, and I'm like, yeah. wait, no, I think that's wrong. I'm like second guessing myself. <laughs> you're, you're gonna be like stone crab. I mean crab, crab. stone. I mean stone crab crab stoning. <laughs> Stoning the crabs. <laughs> yeah, I get myself confused. Um, good. I like this plan. I like this plan. Stick to it. Hold yourself accountable. Do the things. I believe in you. Thank you. I really don't mind going and not catching a thing. As long as I, I take something away from it. Because I just, I'm going to have to put in the time. I don't have a delusion that. I'm going to go there and catch all these fish. You know, you see people on Instagram and, you know, you see their how, how successful they are. But to me, I go with the mindset of as long as you can take something away, because more than likely, probably not going to catch anything um, well, until I figure it out. Well, sometimes having no knowledge is having a lot of knowledge because you don't have anything fighting you on making a poor decision. You just have what's in front of you and a feeling and just like just navigating it by that. And sometimes that's way more powerful than knowing like every crevice of a place where you're like, oh, the water temperature is 78 degrees. There's no fish there, you know, or whatever. And then (laughs) just something silly as that where you just stop yourself from going. I don't know. Sometimes it's good to break all the rules and just figure it out. And I think having no knowledge is sometimes very powerful. Yeah, it's fun. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to give it a try. It looks fishy. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I strike out, I strike out. Yeah. I want to hear about your your stone crab and triple tails. All right. I want to talk about, I want to talk about the first, the first set of stone crab traps we did. So, after I refrained from trying to kill Andy because we didn't put crab traps in ASAP when we got home, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we put them in the water and then Mariah, we did like two weeks. No, we did like three weeks. Remember? Oh, so we, yeah. we let the pot soak for three weeks and I kind of forgot. Not that I forgot about them. I obviously did not forget about them. I didn't I didn't calculate my time very well. Anyway, so we we I we were talking about the day that we were going to pull the traps. I told Mariah the date and then all of a sudden I had this random thought. I was like, that day I said is going to be 3 weeks of those pots soaking and she was like, I didn't even realize that either. So we kind of had this like epiphany moment, which was funny. However, it worked out even better. Because we would have pulled them and then they would have sat for two weeks and then Andy was going to come home. So he was going to be here for a pull. So in reality, it worked out and the three weeks was good. So we went and we actually took Mariah and Max's new boat. 
which was nice. Um, it's scary bringing your nice boat to pull crab traps because there's so much that can go wrong, I guess, on some level. You just, but the nice thing about having a nice boat is that you can do things slower. <laughs> Mariah <laughs> forgot. We don't uh, have to do things at 100 miles an hour because there's three of us. And there's three of us, but we're in an actual boat that can handle the weather if there was weather. We've had no bad weather. So I know I just cursed the shit out of us. No, <laughs> I it, I was actually thinking this. I was like, when we went out, it was nice. Of course, we're in a boat that can handle it. You went out with Andy and Fern. Beautiful. Beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous, Beautiful. and I'm and I'm sitting here thinking, the next time you oh. and I go out for pool, it's gonna be Poseidon it's gonna be cold opens as hell. The, the doors, yeah. it's just the gates are gonna be opening. It's gonna snow that day, probably. So I don't know what possessed us to take Mariah and Max's boat. I think it was just one of those things. Like it's a nice day, let's go on their boat. The three of us can go. Let's see how we can do this on their boat. So there's kind of a program we have when we have a nicer boat. You know, you do a lot more protecting of the boat itself when pulling the traps in. Well, kind of our method to pulling the traps, It some of it is so funny how I feel like, I feel like I'm learning so much like I do it so much with you Mariah where you don't question the things I'm doing you don't question the decisions I'm making you don't question why I'm doing something like you don't and it's not because you're not curious or maybe you understand or you don't understand whatever it is but like you just know that I have a program and like you don't just leave it alone kind of thing like the program works but Andy asks me so many questions it's funny to me because I'm like why is he asking me this? This is how it works. And it's so odd how we have to pull going south. We always pull going south. Even if the sun is directly in our face, it's got to have something to do with the wind. It's always got to do with the wind direction, right? It's so much easier to pull going into the wind than having it at our back. A, fern will fill with water before you even know it. B, mm -hmm. you're going to be on top of your next pot before you know it. And you're going to be doing all It's just so weird driving the boat that way. So we have a method. We do our method and it works. So we're now we have this nice boat. We have a third party person. We have Raya's husband, Max, who's driving the boat and we start our program. Well, when we go to pull a pot, I we use like a gaff sometimes, not always, but I used to have a really nice gaff that was long, so you wouldn't have to, like, pull up on top of the pot to pull the buoy in. But anyway, I have this, like, little tiny hand gaff now <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not sure if it's more dangerous than or helpful. Um, so Mariah, being the crazy person she is, all of a sudden... I would go and I would gaff the buoy. I would take the buoy. And I'm doing this like slow and steady wins the race kind of thing. Mariah's doing more so like NASCAR meets, I don't even know. What else is fast? Like NASCAR meets. Meet, meet. Meet, meet. Roadrunner. So. Yeah. Yeah. She's just trying to go like as fast as possible. And I'm like, yo, let's just like take this in. So 
I noticed this madness that she's doing, but I understand that it's scary having the pots near the boat and she knows how I am and I tend to fuck things up. So I understand her fears. <laughs> Me not wanting you to don't? scrap the boat with some barnacles. You don't you don't you don't fuck things up. I just wanted to help them like there's two of us, like we don't have to kill ourselves in the mindset of like, oh, let's get this done. This is fun. Yeah. Well, and it was super helpful having you because as you can tell, like in your boat, in these other boats that are bigger, you have such a gap between the boat and where the water is. Like, you know, you have like you're so much higher off the water on the bow versus Fern. You're like side two with water. You're like in the water. You're like a tub that's just like floating in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Which is nice if you're going to pull it yourself because you don't have as high to lift it right you don't have this like weird angle and this weird height to try to lift the pot into the into the boat so I go and I gaff I'm doing this we do like a few and I go and I'm still doing I'm gaffing the buoy and I'm pulling the line in well something happens to where either I feel I'm, 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 I'm gonna blame you a little bit here. I feel like Mariah got a little aggressive. She got a little aggressive and she was like feeling inspired and like feeling it. She was going in. She would, I'd gaff the, the line, pull it in, and she would go right in, start grabbing the line and heave hoeing the trap up. And it was great. You know, I felt like I was like doing nothing. I'm like, yeah, I'm helping you. But I was like, felt like I was really doing nothing. She almost gaffed herself well i'm holding the gaff well i can't gaff myself if you're holding it so i I was holding the gaff i almost gaffed her in the arm the gaff touched her arm had the point been facing a different direction had she bent her arm a different direction forward that gaff would have went straight through her arm not straight through that's a little aggressive the gaff would have went into her arm and this would have been an event and it would not have been very fun so, <laughs> we had to lay down some rules. <laughs> it was hilarious. I started honestly, yelling at her. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't even see it. I didn't even I see know. it. I thought, I think, I had thought, because normally you're so quick about putting the gaff down, I didn't even see the gaff in your hand. I think I was so zoned in at the time of, oh, let me grab the rope. I see it. I got it. And man, I just, I almost, yeah, I, I could have been Captain Hook. And you are usually the safety police when it comes to stuff. Oh, yeah. Normally like, I am. Straight up safety police with everything. Got to do this. Got to, like, we're just all safety. And once we're done, it's time to play. But while it's serious mode. So I found it odd that this would have happened. But I'm glad it didn't. But it was a really fun event because then we had to I had I got to lay down some ground rules and I had to tell her to back up, back up. I'm going to tell you when you can come in and help me. It was a nice come to Jesus. You're right. Because here's my safety brain all of a sudden flicks in and I'm like, oh, I fucked up. Like, I really messed up. It's like that uh, TikTok sound. I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Ooh, I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> it's okay. You got a little crazy and it's fine, but it was fun and I'm glad nobody got injured. The frustrating part was that it was our first poll and it's always so exciting to see how like the first poll is, but it wasn't good. We got two claws out of that poll. Um 
And it was funny because that one spot, we had all those baby stone crabs. So there's a lot of stone crabs in the trap right now, but they're all short. Um, and from what I'm understanding, it's just it's our hot our hot winter we're having. Um, so hopefully things will get dialed up here as soon as we get some colder weather. But we bundled a bunch of traps in one area because that's where we had all the stone crabs in the trap. Well, this pull I did with Andy on Christmas Day, there were like no strong crabs in those three traps <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh. Uh, all the stone crab claws we got were like in all the first, the ones that are north, the first like three or four that are north, not south. So it was really funny. I was like, what the heck? I was so upset. When, I, when we pulled them, because we pull from north to south, we started pulling them. I was like, oh, my gosh, the ones that did have stone crabs in them, these are going to be stocked full. I thought they were going to be full. No, we get to them, and there's, like, a blue crab and sheep's head. Like, Not what we were looking for. Garbage inside. Yeah, it was just so funny. So we, anyway, we changed up the set. We ended up straightening the set again versus that bundle we did. But uh, we got a lot of bait this year, which is really exciting. I'm usually always, like, scrambling for bait, and I found a pig's feet hookup. So now well, we should always consistently at least have pig's feet. And Andy got a text message from a guy he that works for his boss on some, like, hunting property, and they're saving us some, like, a whole freezer full of uh, deer deer legs again. Yeah, I know. I was so excited. He just told Score. me the other night. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. So we should be we should be good this year. Like it's really nice and comforting to know your freezer's full of bait. That's the one thing that gives me anxiety about stone crab traps is that I'm always scrambling to find bait and I hate it. You don't want to be scrambling to find bait. I know. I feel I feel it just when you go to text me like um having trouble buying bait and I'm like oh lord I know. I'm, I'm starting to hyperventilate I'm just I'm feeling all this empathy for you <laughs> you know it's funny hearing hearing this my anxiety with stone crabs is getting fuel for the boat and getting bait because it's always like yeah I'll meet you Mariah at 10 or whatever and it's like 12 o'clock and I'm like I'm almost to the boat ramp. I had to stop for bait and I had to find fuel and I had to go to the bathroom and I had to do this. Oh, yeah. I know. It's I, so I learned annoying. this a long time ago that I just take my time. Yeah, you just I actually it. leave the house late. <laughs> I go get some Starbucks. I, I make a whole little thing of it. <laughs> do some Wawa adventuring. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so frustrating. It's so annoying. But this poll we did for Christmas, so... segue into our Christmas um somehow not only Mariah and Max had no obligations on Christmas Christmas what did I say Christmas 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 (laughs) we had no obligations for Christmas um (laughs) for Chrysler (laughs) for Crimson Crimson I'm surfing the crimson wave. <laughs> That's a clueless quote, you guys, that are cool enough to know. Did you know? As oh if. Oh, my gosh. Did you know my sister-in-law has not seen Clueless? She? I know. I I know. We don't even, I don't even want to speak the words, 
But I found this out on Christmas Eve. I was saying the Clueless quote and I was like, Amanda, I was like, back me up on this. This is from Clueless, right? And it was, she could be a farmer in those clothes. That's from Clueless, right? <laughs> when they're talking she... to Brittany Murphy, I feel like that's her name, right? I the... think so. When she goes to, anyway, I couldn't remember. So that was a thing. I couldn't remember where it was from. And I was like, I think this is from Clueless. And I was like, Amanda, back me up. And she's like, I've never seen Clueless. I was like, you need to think about the decisions that you've made with your life. And <laughs> I just, I want to ask this. I want to ask this. Is she, is, she, is she younger than us? Or Yes, but she's not like 14. She's like 27 or something. <laughs> oh, so yeah, she should have seen it. Okay. Yes! Every girl, I don't care how old you are, if you are listening to this podcast and you have not seen Clueless, get it together. Get it together. Get your girls together and what, rent you some Clueless. You won't regret it. You won't regret it. You, you won't, won't regret it. Anywho, what was I saying? <laughs> I got so sidetracked. Oh, uh, Christmas. oh Christmas. The Christmas. Christmas. Okay, so on Christmas... We got we got so lucky on Christmas. Mariah and Max had no obligations, and neither did Andy or I have obligations. So it was great. We all were going to go fishing, and Andy and I were going to pull traps. Um, so we did that. So we went triple tail fishing, and the weather was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You, We had sun. We had sun. <laughs> I couldn't think of what else we had. Not, no wind. Um, <laughs> it was just amazing. It was Christmas Day and we got to meet up on the water and just kind of do our own program and our own boats. And it was good. It was really good. But our pull that day wasn't anything extravagant. We did get six claws and they were all decent. I mean, maybe two nice ones and then like two that were over, or not two, but two nice ones that were maybe a large... And then the rest of them were just oversized or just over keeper size, but they weren't super small. So it was really nice. Um, they all seemed to have a lot of meat on them. And on our way in, in the darkness, almost in the darkness, <laughs> I, uh, we saw some triple tail and that was our plan. I was like, let's just fish for these triple tail, like right here on our way back. Um, I let Andy catch one, I think, or maybe he missed one. I can't remember. And then we pulled up to another pot and neither one of us could see. And Andy looks at me. He's like, you're not going to be able to see this fish at all. And I just, I was like, I don't know. So I, he's like, you just got to make a blind cast. So I just made a blind cast and I saw this like white flash come from the depths and I was so excited. So we actually ended up killing that fish and eating it. So we had stone crab claws and a triple tail the next night for dinner. It was really awesome. It was great. So nice. Yeah. That makes me so happy to hear. I know. It was awesome. And those fish that day, because I know you saw them, they were all lit up. Like they were, they were, these fish were eating, like feeding. I know that, I don't know how that big one was because you and Max were on one that was like twice the size of anything we saw all day. Yeah, well, I didn't even go over there. He wouldn't. He wouldn't commit. Mm -hmm. He chased it all the way to the boat, and then after that, he went back for a little bit, and then he just was just like done with me. 
I have so many questions about these fish because that happened to us a few times and some with small ones, some with big ones, but we're not big, but keeper size fish. Um, I don't know how you get them to commit. Like, I don't know if it has to do with what the water's doing or what the weather is. Sometimes I feel like it doesn't just because I committed to triple tail fishing for like the whole year. I feel like like a year ago or in 2020 or whatever it was feel like all I did, I was like, I'm triple tail fishing all year. I'm doing this all year. I want to figure this out. And I'd catch fish when there was zero movement in the water. And I feel like we all go to this default where, like, if the t- water's not moving, the fish aren't going to be feeding, especially triple tail. And maybe, maybe that's so for the big ones, but I don't only go after a certain one. I feel like you and I have a style of triple tail fishing that's a little different. Like we don't, you're out there with the fly rod for our area, for our area. Let yeah, me specify. Yeah, yeah. We do things a little different in our area than other people do. Cause there's a ton of people who want to catch these fish, but we do things so differently. And a lot of guys use live bait and that's something that we don't do at all. Something that we've never even tried to do at all. And if anything, you'd think the fly rod would be great for these fish sometimes. But sometimes, as we've learned, it just isn't going to work. It's crazy. Mm-mm. And you'd Mm-mm. think these that's all these fish are eating. They're just sitting there slurping up these tiny little things, little scrimps and stuff. Um, but no, just sometimes it doesn't work. I don't know. I don't know how you get them to commit to stuff like that. I really don't. I don't I don't know either. And the funny thing was is that I made a cast at him with the bait caster. I had like a little light jig on. Oh, and I that's what he chased caster? to the boat. Yeah. I was I was bringing out Dude, the bait caster. Hansen would be for fun. stoked if he saw you catch a triple tail on a bait caster. It, it would have made my year. That had I hooked yeah. Had I hooked that triple tail, which was a keeper, wow, on the baitcaster, yeah, it, it would have been, been epic. That would have been badass. Good thing you only had like four more days left in the year, so it really wasn't a huge, you know, you were like, no. oh, my, my year. <laughs> I'm going to be like next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, it bummed me out. I saw you guys working for that fish. I knew it. I knew. I don't know if you could hear me, but I was like, oh, they're on a f- good fish right now. I could tell. You had the fly rod out. You're... You're doing all the things. You guys were doing all the things to try to get that fish. I actually never drove over there to even look at it because I was just honestly just didn't want to fuck with it. I wanted you guys to just it was your fish. Just giving you that fish. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we went back later. He just he left. He just like again, at whatever point he just bailed. Yeah. Either that or you were just sitting bottom. But yeah, I didn't I didn't work the bottom. I probably should have. Well, it's. We do. I, we will do this. We do do this sometimes. We got it. That's something I want us to do this year is do more fishing deep for them because the guys that use live bait, it's easy for them. And they that's a lot of what I think they do. And that's something that you and I don't really do. But 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 we're just different. We enjoy seeing the fish, catching the fish sight fishing we just enjoy our little program we have our sips we are running around we do the thing um but i think this year i'm gonna 
now that we've had spent so much time on these fish, I think that's something I want to commit to doing this year. A little, little bit more fishing deep for them. Um, we're going to lose a lot of stuff on everybody's traps, <laughs> but <laughs> we need to just get, I think we just commit to the, I, at least that's what I want to do. I want to just commit to something like that. Yeah. We should. And, and that's funny you brought it up because after <sighs> Christmas was awesome being on the water, but that day for Max and I was just a little frustrating. Started off with Oh, your tire flat, exploding. I forgot about that. That's what you were talking about earlier. You're like, we need new tires. And I was like, oh, okay. That sucks. Like, I f- hate that. But I forgot you had a, f- I forgot this happened. We had a blowout. Oh, I forgot you had a blowout. <laughs> on the, on the way to the boat ramp. And Max was a trooper. Luckily, we were next to one of, one of the other ramps when it happened. So we, he, we didn't have to drive very far. Launched the boat. I took it out. So Max is going to have an empty tire to, to put on the spare, empty tire, empty trailer to put, to put the spare on. We, we knew what you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> An empty tire. I'm like, ooh, fancy. Those new airless tires. <laughs> <laughs> we use boulders. Um, then, then, then we wouldn't have had a blowout. But um, I hate shit like that. God, yeah. That stuff like that flusters the hell out of me. Yeah, because then all you can think about is like, oh, great. Now I have to get new tires because I'm, I'm I'm rolling with this spare. Yeah, donut life. Be donut yeah, and then, then you're just like, I really can't afford to have anything else happen on the drive back home. No, I know. It's so – and right, in the middle of the holidays too when you're spending every penny you have to offer anyone yeah. in the world. And nothing's open, so I'm like, yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. It's so frustrating. So we had that. Try to try to shake that off, go out there, and I think it was just odd. Like Max felt so flustered by that. We tried to have fun, then the triple tell. He was just, it was just hard for him to shake that, especially when like other little things were going on with the boat. There were just like these little things that were going on that added on to that that like need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. So I felt really bad because he was like, "Man, I'm I'm sorry." Like that's kind of like why we like left early. Just so I could salvage the day, go back home, clean the boat. Take a reset. Yeah, when you have days like that, you really do have to just make a decision. Be like, you know, we need to just go home. Like, we just need to go home where it's safe, get our shit tight, relax for a second, not push it. Because I've pushed it on days like that, and it doesn't do anyone any good. No one's winning from that at all. You know, it's just you're not winning. Um And I get that a lot. Like, I feel, fortunately, like, Fern isn't really, like, I'm not hating on Fern. I love Fern. I think everybody knows that. But Fern's not necessarily, like, a real boat. Um, She's not heavy. She's not dual axle trailer. She doesn't have a 250 on her. You know, she's a lot less maintenance. So our bad days are bad, but they're, like, still a lot smaller than when Andy has an issue on his boat or you guys have an issue with your boat. Like, She's only got three or four wires going to one battery somewhere. You know, it, it's just, and everything's fairly accessible, you know. So it's just such a smaller, ex, you know, a smaller tragedy, I guess I could say. Um, well, and you know, but, like, Andy and Max are the type that they want to fix it. So all right they're now. thinking about, yeah, th- they right want it now. They want it fixed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're very, very, like, gifted, handy, get, yes. get it done individuals. Yes. So, 
And, you know, nothing's open on Christmas. So I think that's, he's just the whole time thinking like, I got to do this, this, and this. And, you know, we all work and time's limited and we don't, we have like no daylight hours after work. So it's like, you have to kind of do everything on the weekend almost. Like you can get the park. You, you wake up in the dark and you go home in the dark. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Today I left work like 30 minutes early to meet you to record this episode. And... I left work with the sun still up and I actually thought like I, it confused me for a second. Like it legit confused me. I was like, what time is it? I was, I was very, very confused. I thought I like missed something or like sun exploded or something. <laughs> I was like, oh geez, something. All right. The idea of da- daylight savings was first um, conceived by Benjamin Franklin um, I feel like maybe we all knew that, but I can never really remember, but I don't, it says it was just his idea. Fuck you, Benjamin Franklin. Really awful. And Andy and I keep venting about this, like briefly. I feel like the two of us know this is a subject that frustrates us so much where we don't even dig into it very much. Um, but we, so we left for Costa Rica in March. So we left when daylight savings was changing to enter more daylight savings. So in Costa Rica, it got dark at six. So while you guys had 18 hours of sunlight, it was still getting dark, like pitch black, like sun was setting at like 530. Um, So we had nothing but darkness. And then we got to Mexico and we had a few, we had those a few out, few months or something where we got some extra sunlight to where, remember you would call me, you, we would do our Skype meetings <laughs> for the podcast and you'd be like, so weird that it's daylight. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's weird that when I was in Costa Rica, it was midnight and you had four more hours of sunlight <laughs> and it was, I was two hours behind you or whatever it was. <laughs> it was so frustrating. I hated it. Um, but then I get to turn the AC on, so it wasn't that bad. Um, anywho, so I feel like we we've had like a full year of daylight savings. <laughs> we've had, which is you guys really so have. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating that we. It's one of those things that we can't even speak of because the two of us were, are gonna like kill, just kill someone. We get so frustrated. So yeah, I I feel you. I didn't mean to cut you off on your. Uh, your Christmas day and it bums me out because I feel like you kind of went back to back with some silliness. I don't know. You guys finally had like a Christmas where you weren't driving all over the state of Florida and I was just wanting it to just be seamless for you. I know. I know. I wish um, that those little things didn't happen, but we still had a really great time. There were still some little things that we did like the morning of Christmas, we got up early and made breakfast and it really just like set the set the tone great. And yeah, we had some little speed bumps, but we were able to recover that night and just by doing some little silly things and it was still a good time. You recovered. That is called resilience. You're for the resiliency. I am. And I was so stoked when you told me that you guys killed the triple tail because by the time I... By the time that that happened, I think we were already, like, at the house cleaning the boat. And so when I heard that, I was like, yes, success. Yeah. Someone killed the triple tail. Yeah. yeah. I felt so – I was – I felt very excited. So Andy and I had the polar opposite day of you and Max. Like, 
we for once had a day that we were winning. I mean, we were winning at everything we did. We, every triple tail we saw, we caught. Everything we did, we were just, everything was going smoothly. Everything was just, everything was going smoothly. Traps went well. Weather was beautiful. Like, it was just great. I don't know. Andy's, Andy's, Andy was supposed to leave the day after Christmas to be gone for a week in Mexico. His trip got canceled. So I got him here for another week. It was just incredible. Like for us, I feel so bad, but like everything for once in our life was going right. (laughs) It feels like it never happens. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I think every year Christmas should be spent on the water. Yeah. And it was so cool how how we we met up because that that was one of the highlights is when we took a break from losing the triple tail, meeting up with you and Andy out on the water, just holding on to each other's vessels and just yeah. getting to chat and laugh a little bit. Actually, actually, there was something super amazing oh, to yeah. happen to us on Christmas, and that was Teak <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> seeing me and I'm gonna say me because when he was allowed to uh get on our boat which I'm so happy that you and Andy were like go Teague you can go ahead made me so thrilled that he jumped on our vessel and just showered me with love yeah he did just me like Max did not exist (laughs) which I think was my highlight of the day Max is definitely upset He's hiding. He's definitely upset. <laughs> Maybe that's why. That was probably like his last straw. Like, that's it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. He fixes everything. But yeah, Max didn't get the loving. So he was like, this is not my day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was funny how Cheek was just so excited yeah. and was just like, hey, I know you. I know you. Just screaming at the top of his little dog lungs he does that it's so sweet that so when you guys pulled up and he heard your voice he instantly started crying and whining and wanting to get off the boat and go say hi to you he that's one of my favorite parts about teak is that his tribe of people is everything to him like his people are everything to him and i love it and i love that he jumped on the boat and was able to get a Christmas present and spend time with you guys. It was so nice. Like, it was so nice. The whole thing was just so nice. That was one of the best parts about that day was just, like, chilling with you guys, rafted up, drifting around. It was good. Yeah, like a bunch of pirates. It was, yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. I really did. And Tiki was so excited. He had his people there and... I didn't even notice the whole Max thing until you pointed it out later. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even notice. I was so – had my head so far up my own butthole because I got the tiller pillar for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm the coolest person that's ever walked planet Earth. Like, nothing was standing in my way that day. Nothing. Oh, yeah. You were just kicked back on I your was. bowling platform. Just I was just straight chilling. So happy I had – I was just like living life to the fullest. It, I just still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. But yeah, I was I was on cloud nine for sure. Oh yeah, Max didn't say anything. I was just the competitive. We know person in me <laughs> was just noticing it at the moment. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> I know. Well, because he Max usually hogs the tiki time. Like, let's be yeah. honest. He I barely get it. I know. Like, if we go somewhere, he's like, I'll take the leash. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sit with Teak. <laughs> I'll do this. And it's so funny. And you're just like, hi, Teak. And he's like, my turn. My <laughs> turn. <laughs> so funny kills me Uh, yeah but back to your tiller pillar yeah yeah so i i got and i guess i've spoke about this on one of our episodes i wish i could remember which one it is i think it's one with hansen I think it's the manatee one, but I don't know. I feel like Hudson I thought it was the... Grant's. I thought it oh, was maybe Grant. it was Grant's. And, it, and honestly, I... it could have been it could have been Kelsey's because I it could have been. Know. Now I'm like spiraling. Like I thought it was like three. maybe it's maybe it was Grant's, but maybe it was Hansen's. I don't know. You're it right. Could've, it could have been. It could have been Grant's or Hansen's. I feel like it was one of those. Um, but I since I ever since I got Fern a few years ago, I have wanted a tiller handle extender a tiller extender i've always wanted one and when you look for them there's not a lot of options there's really just nothing great and then when i saw found the um carbon marine they have the tiller pillar and then i met someone who had a tiller pillar and they're like it's the best it's worth the investment so on my motor i don't have any of the electrics like electronic stuff like uh where you can electronically trim some tiller motors have like you can electronically trim your motor and do all this fancy stuff like i don't have any of that so i have the the tiller pillar carbon marine will make has a tiller pillar with buttons in your tiller extender so you can spend like a pretty penny on getting a really nice tiller extender from them but i don't have that one which is even better it's just a simple but it's carbon fiber it's amazing. Andy got me the one that was like not that not even that long. I think I think that when I measured years ago, I was like, oh, I'll get the smallest one. But I think he got me the second smallest one. Um, So it's like a step up from the smallest one. Anyway, it might be like 30 something inches, but you can sit on my platform and effortlessly drive the boat i would sit up on my platform and drive the boat all bent over if i wanted to like if we were just in jupiter and we were doing like you know like booze cruise stuff you know go to sandbar not really fishing just hanging out but um now i can actually sit up there like straight (laughs) and we we're we're thinking like now we need a backrest like now I need a little backrest that like sits in the rod holders instead. Oh my gosh, I know we've already. Thought about I was it. just picturing. I I was picturing you just with like a lawn chair up there. I'm telling you what. <laughs> just like cruising up there. I'm just... making. I'm getting somebody one day. It might be seven years from now, but mark my words, I am getting myself a backrest for up there because that is where it's at. Oh my gosh, you can run. We can run. And look for triple tail from up there. I can sit up there and go as fast as I want. It is just the best thing ever. I can't. I know. It is game changing for me. Having this tiller extender is absolutely game changing. I don't think Andy understands how much this means to me. I have wanted this so bad. But they are like almost $300. And it's been a rough few years for me. And not that I didn't have $300. But I was like, do I should I spend $300 on this item? <laughs> you know, 
Right, because you're because at the same time you're like, well, I can still take fern out without yeah. it. Nothing is not a, a nice, I'm not but it by it, yeah, right. It's not a necessity. <sighs> you're gonna love it. It's gonna be awesome for you because when you're driving the boat and stuff, and you're back there, you're stuck in that one spot because you got your little mm-hmm. legs and your little arms. And you're trying to drive fern and you're trying not to turn the bilge pump on and all the lights and shit. Yeah, which because <laughs> my buttons honestly, are right there. If I somehow still do that, like I don't know. I mean I apologize might. in advance. You might, <laughs> but you might but either way, regardless, you I think are gonna also really benefit from it. It's it's a big deal. I'm it's huge. I'm I'm so stoked. happy. I'm stoked. Yeah. When you sent me that I was thrilled for you and also was like, we got a bird beating stick. (laughs) (laughs) We're not beating birds with that stick. I want to keep it beautiful. We're not putting feathers on it. Oh my gosh. No feathers. Scary. Scary stuff. But it's, it's quality though. Like I bet, I bet if you had to like life or death situation, it would come unscathed. Oh yeah. It's a good flogging tool for sure. Yeah. Yeah secondary um usefulness for sure yeah we have pirates all of a sudden come up weapon of choice <laughs> besides the gaff yeah the tiny little hand gaff there let me get you <laughs> yeah <laughs> come here <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah that was yeah that was that was the highlight that was a highlight for me i was pretty happy about that one yeah i got um some new boots. I know. I saw your new extra tufts. You noticed right away. I did. There was, I noticed. You didn't skip a beat. No. I was like, new boots on it. You need new boots. I'm so happy you got new boots. I'm so excited you got new boots. It's just nice to have more than one pair of boots, too. Like, you got your getting messy boots, and then you got your, like, nice day boots. You know, you're like, because, you know, you get, you just, sometimes your boots just get crusty sometimes and those are okay those are my bad boots now oh yeah and these i mean i've been rocking them for a while you have (laughs) you have and they don't they look like you've been rocking them for a while but they also are like still functional like they're not you've had them for like three years probably yeah it's been a while it's been a long time and then for max oh yeah uh, got him a wireless phone charger that's badass as you know because when i was when i like remembered what i could get max i was panicking i'm like what do i get him you know we got a boat we got a house like that's like the main present of the year but i wanted to get him like a little something that he would enjoy and i know we had both said we kind of like wanted like boat stuff or, or fishing stuff just a little something for christmas and it came to me that he had mentioned having a wireless uh, phone charger for the boat he had like seen one thought it was really cool mentioned to me like a long time ago so when i was talking to christina the one i was looking at she mentioned which was so confirming like when christina says something's badass like it's badass <laughs> so i got excited oh. when she was like this is the brand uh that i think's a really good has a really good wireless phone charger and so I ordered it, and I got it for him, and it is super cool. He can have it on the console, out of the way. It's mounted. It holds a phone in place nicely, and we we can always have a charge on yeah. it. It's super cool. I love that that those phone chargers. I remember seeing them for the first time and thinking, like, wow, 
why don't they build boats with these on them? Like, I was so impressed by that. Right? I don't understand. Right? And maybe they come standard in, like, brand spanking new boats these days. But I, I don't know if they do or not. But they're still really cool. It's a great it was a great gift. I was so excited. I was getting super jazzed talking about it. Um, we had a good Christmas. Um, do we want to talk about how we feel about going into old 2022? It's 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 new. It's a new year, Christina. Yeah, it's new, new year. year. New. N- you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just hit this one head on here for a second because I've been feeling this. I've been I've been feeling this. I've been spending a lot of time with Miss Amanda Bottenberg. And she has so much wise wisdom to share. She's a very wise, wise lady. Um, Extremely. Extremely. Yeah. She's like really hitting me hard with some wisdom. And it's really making me think differently this year. I'm actually, I'm doing no pressure. No pressure to have goals. No pressure to do anything. Just I, I want to keep doing, working on the things I'm working on. I want to try to live more in the moment. I want to be more at peace with things. I want to be more trusting with things. I want to be more like just letting go. And I feel like I'm doing a good job. I'm doing much better than I was a few years ago. And I want to continue that. And yeah, I got nothing crazy. I just want to keep doing my program and just getting better at this program because it's been a big year, big few years and of lessons and learning to do things a little differently for myself. I wouldn't say maybe lessons, but just Learning to open myself to doing stuff for, I don't even know how to say it. I don't want to say for other people, but kind of. I mean, I did something for Andy this year that was pretty big that I don't think I would have done for somebody else. I've been like, "Mm, yeah, no, no thanks. (laughs) Yeah, like you you, uh, explored uncharted territory. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I feel. That is how I feel about 2022 Uh, heck yeah Mm -hmm. heck yeah and I agree with you one of my biggest things is living in the moment and like you said not having any pressure going for the goals continuing to uh improve upon myself in all aspects yeah and just just be grateful also (laughs) 2022 that's so crazy to say 2022 yeah, it's like our age, 22. Good age. Yeah. Love this year for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 22. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm feeling 22. <laughs> but 2022 is the year of the pod. It is the year of the pod. It is the year of the pod. Yeah. Not the year that it got started, but it will... Be the first year of a full year, full year of the us. pod yeah. being out. I'm just so, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. The year of the <laughs> pod. We get to go to like boat shows and network and do the things. Like it's been hard. We've been gone. We started at a time of the year where there really wasn't anything going on. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know where we're going. I don't think we, we have direction. We right. have goals. We have things we want to do, but we're also not married to anything specific. You know, we're kind of just going where the wind blows us a little bit. So, I mean, I got a, I got a little, I got a, what is this thing called again? It's a, it's a mic stand. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember what the hell this thing's called. I got a mic stand. That means that I'm professional now. I am a real podcaster. 
I don't have to lean into my microphone. My microphone comes to my mouth now. Straight, straight, straight microphone mouth mode. Which is really important. So Because we, we want to be comfortable in this environment. Yeah. And you've been, you've been pulling through, just toughing it out. Yeah. Leaning over, talking into the mic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that you really have to do that, because... You got a very strong, strong voice, strong, strong leg bull. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're the pod. Mm. You're the pod. Yeah. Well, guys, go ahead and just why not start the year off with giving us a five star review and telling us your 2022 goals, aspirations, snacks, uh, how you're going to contact Corona Light. How you're going to... What was the other thing? Remember? Remember? <laughs> I was like... I fucked it all up. I miss, I miss everything up. You we were, were going you, so strong. You were... I was. And you were coming in good. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to bounce off. I'm going to say something funny. And I just it up. shit the bed. I yeah, shit the bed. I shit the bed. Shit the bed. But I was thinking... I was thinking something good. And I can't remember what it is. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. Tell us to ask. Yeah. Yeah. You tell them, Mariah. <laughs> yeah. You tell them. You tell us your dreams, people. What's Truth. going on in 2022? You know, I'm just going to feel really positive about it. Mm-hmm. Tell know? us what you want to hear. Tell us the people. Tell us the things. We actually got our first email recently for someone doing a suggest the guest, which I thought was really awesome. So you can email us and suggest the guest. If you want us at to- any time, at yeah, any time, it's a thing yeah. or a topic. Leave yeah. us that review. Yeah. And you guys have a happy new year. Have a happy new year and just do, do your shit. Just do it. Fuck everything else. Do your shit. Do whatever you want. Yeah. For an emoji. Cause we, we get to pick an emoji. Yeah. We what are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do? Um, should okay. we do like a firework? I feel explosive Ooh, fire, right? you feel explosive yeah firework would be good yeah let's see what let's fire let me see how cool the firework emoji yeah, is i don't know what that one looks like too you're right oh maybe we should do like a like this star comet new year i feel like that's always like the end of the year everybody feels like they're gonna get comet blasted yeah comet 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 dinosaur dinosaur uh-huh. i'm a uh-huh. raptor Doing uh, what I can, gonna eat everything to the spirit of man. Yo, yo, see me, I'm living below the soil. I'll be back, but I'm coming as oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you made it this far, yeah. If you made this God far. bless you. Happy New Year. Peace. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.